0: September 19, 2020 is a lot for Pedro Show.
1: So
2: scared
1: Discord gradually gripped the garden, untended since Sophie's Alzheimer's became acute, spending day and night fading behind the curtains, able to recall the spade and shovel hung in the shed, unable to remember what they're for. Begonias bled into chrysanthemums, calla lilies leapt beyond the trellis that kept order, separating annuals from perennials. Broom rapes choked snapdragons and moonflowers, siphoning what little rainwater happened to fall. She used to water them religiously, prune and weed until her hands bled, working hunched as the honeyed light of dust descended, then under halogen glow as nightfall came on. Reappearing after many months, a haggard apparition hovering above the overgrown garden, she was stone-faced, stared and stared as if to discern some unknowable truth. What war was with her only son's life? How does a husband vanish without a goodbye? I stopped the dishes, stood silent and still. She looked through the back of my skull.
0: What for Pedro Show? Happy Saturday. Big Paul. John Coltrane with Kenny Burrell. Kind of trippy because John Col- Coltrane didn't do a lot of recording with uh, guitar players. Got to see Kenny Burrell here in Pedro a few years ago. With Dirk Vandenberg. Randy Stadola came. Unknown instructors after that with a hero. And then we had Dan McGuire, my guest for this uh, edition, out my kitchen window. Yeah, we're still in quitting quarantino mode. In fact, I did a live stream gig with the second man at Alex's bar at Long Beach last night. So, uh, brother Matt, a couple miles south here at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point. But I'm not totally man alone because, yes, through the wonder of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, our brother Dan McGuire. Uh, welcome aboard. Thanks for having me, Mike. Absolutely. How long we known each other now?
1: Um, I think going on 20 some odd years. We've been doing this unknown instructor shit for the last 17. I just took a look.
0: I think we first met you, though, in Ohio. Oh, yeah. About 10 years prior to that. Yeah. And then uh, many times also right across the border in Michigan. That area is kind of. Right, Maumee River. Maumee. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> you right. Oh, no, that's like, that saying, that's like saying Pedro. You used, to, you used to overpronounce the Maumee River to me. No, no, no. It's like coming here and saying Pedro. Right. <laughs> okay, so forgive me. I'm very sorry about Pedro. that. What I, I know there was a war fought there near between Michigan and Ohio. Yeah, there's an Indian fort, right, between... Perrysburg and Michigan, yeah. And the feds, to repair the sitch, took some parts of Wisconsin and gave it to Michigan. Yeah, you know
1: the history of the...
0: Well, D. Boone was way into history, so he got me into history. And then you you put that on top of getting to tour and go physically to these pads. Man, it was a, a dream come true for D. Boone. Well, so,
1: I, I like the way that you choose to travel because you have a legitimate interest in every community,
0: every new thing you're going into. Learning history, getting the vibe. I, I like that. Yeah, but I, I'm telling you, I got infected by D. Boone's disease of being curious about history. I never read nonfiction, really, till, except the Encyclopedia World Book, eh, until I met D. Boone. And then he got me all into that. And then when the Torin came, yeah, you're right. So I incorporated that into my uh work in the room <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> but brother Dan, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your 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 journey through poetry. What what's the earliest poet memory you got in your mind?
1: Well, it was very serendipitous for me because I was at a bookstore and just grabbed a book of poetry at random, and it happened to be Flowers of Evil Will. Evil by Baudelaire, and I started reading it, and I'm like, holy shit. How old? How old? I was 20.
0: Oh, when we so, heard, okay. When so, we, so you're telling me uh, the poet thing didn't come as a boy.
1: No. Okay. It came, it, when we first met, I was wearing a T-shirt of my buddy, Amy, with his face on it. He had just passed in an accident. We started talking about it, and you explained your feelings, I explained mine. And that's how I started writing poetry to try and deal with that experience
0: okay okay so you started writing and so uh, other poets interested in Mr. Baudelaire so kind of a French symbolism
1: well when I started reading his poetry I'm like wow man he, he's writing about the beauty amongst the rubbish very technically
0: oriented he's the man well what about did, did that lead you to uh, Arthur Rimbaud? oh yeah because together, right, The Drunken Boat, and, and we were... Uh, sure. I got to tell the listeners, before we started the show, people, uh, me and Brother Dan were talking about Dick Hale. And, uh, you know, him and Tom Miller run away to New York City to become poets. And he takes the name uh, Tom Verlaine and Richard Hale. There's a season in Hell and The Drunken Boat, stuff that, yeah, uh, Mr. Rimbaud and Paul uh, Verlaine and... Uh, yeah, all this. Wow, I found out about this stuff through the movement. Actually, I met punk rockers at gigs up in Hollywood, and uh, also Raymond Pettibone helped learn me about this stuff. So, can you remember the first poem? The first poem you wrote was for your buddy. Uh, well, I started writing down my feelings, and then started to learn how
1: to write poetry. So they kind of were concurrent occurrences. I was just trying to express my feelings by writing, and then I started to try and learn the craft. But, yeah, it was over a lost body and trying to explain those feelings to myself. I think that's what all is about.
0: Somebody that would... other
1: people think they're alone in the world and only such and such thing happens to them, and that poetry makes you feel connected to another human being.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, wouldn't you kind of say that about all artistic expression? I, I say yeah. that because you... Uh, mentioned this word technical and and I heard somebody once say poetry is everything that ain't prose. That's not true. Okay. okay. That's not true.
1: Poetry is chopped up in a way that makes rhythmic and sound sense. It's not just arbitrarily chopped up prose.
0: I think that ain't prose. What I meant was it's not prose stuff that follows grammar and, uh, syntax and stuff like that. That's what I meant. Because prose has other sets of rules. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. It's just it's just opinion, Brother Dan. Well,
1: prose would run in an endless line, you know, without the margin of the page. But poetry turns back on its own accord. That would be the major difference between prose and poetry. If you were to have a piece of paper long enough, a paragraph would stretch for a half a mile. Yeah,
0: especially if you were Mr. Faulkner. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly.
1: Hey, the <laughs> poem I sent you to be as beautiful as Proust has everything to do with you because a long time ago, probably 25 years ago, we were hanging out talking about literature and I was reading Remembrance of Things Past at the time and I mentioned Proust to you and you said to me, exactly, quote unquote, just deadpan. Why use one? word when you can use a thousand. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, all right. And that's kind of like fucking my, one of my professors said to me about Henry James, he chewed more than he bit off.
3: That was the
1: same idea. So I tried to condense the Proustian thing down.
0: (laughs) More more icono. Yes.
1: Econo Proust. Yeah, like
0: bringing the econo aesthetic to uh, Mr. Proust. But, uh, yeah, you know, an interesting thing, he stayed at a tell for like seven years in Normandy, part of France, and twice with the Stooges, I got to stay in that same tell. And the windows didn't have screens, so the swallows would fly right into your bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Hey, I want to play... Funny, huh? I, I, wa- I want to do, uh, do a poem here. You got on the... Uh, on. You know, I know about, speaking of Stooges, this this freeway i-75 this is the one that scotty the drummer man would take to sarasota
1: behind the barn a careless boy bb guns blinking mason jars evenly spaced atop a sawhorse park marking the peeling red paint a red-bellied woodpecker works a dead dogwood cows shift pussy toe cut back and forth grandfather walks the field bronze weed turning to mustard weed turning to thirsty fallow briefly mistaking spreading contrails for cirrus. In the pesticide shed, father shovels, breathing through a paper respirator. Bindweed has overtaken a rusting hay rake melting into the horizon. Barnall sharpens his talons on the ridgepole, eyeballing oblivious rats scampering around the skeletal silo. Out front, our car whirs by, stirring a plastic Walmart bag to wavering levitation. Back behind the barn, father removes his mask, fresh air singeing his nostrils. Grandfather's toxic sweat pellets the earth. A resounding tink, tink, tink. Lightning bugs rising from the shattered shards. <laughs> Freshman band members earn their sashes, naked, forced to drink a hot sauce, curdled milk, vodka concoction, trying to get through. This thing would win. I believe you'll find Big old crop circle beyond the It Says we're out here doing something. (laughs) deafening war chant, ruthlessly displaying their chops, cacophonous catcalls, upperclassmen's headlights, blaze, groping. and learns what you told me, Die and dies what we do, I don't know, trying to get through. Bet you wouldn't believe if I told you I could read your mind. What you told me Die and die is what we do Backroads out in the flat afternoon, fiery forest solder stained glass crops. Unmistakable pig shit smell. Brassy flashes at first. Deacelerating I watch one bound into a clearing. Body lithe muscled awareness. Cold pebble eyes peering with Keating perception. She bolts the split instant a twig snaps two hundred yards off. A man who got up early, dressed like trees, smeared dopey on himself, squatted stock still all day, waiting for this moment.
0: for Pedro Show. Yeah, that was I-75, Dan McGuire. And we're talking about significance uh, on a local sense. Uh, mommy, uh, yeah, he's telling me pushes all the way down, but it's actually a corridor that goes all the way to Florida. And Scotty, yeah, that's the way he, because he had kind of two pads, Ann Arbor. And in Sarasota, Florida. I remember, uh, because I used to a lot on tour, too, you know, and especially getting what they call uh, the panhandle, lower Alabama, it would say uh, there'd be signs for gentlemen's clubs. And it would say, uh, good food, couples welcome.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) of course.
0: Nothing but gentlemen. (laughs) Okay, after that, we had uh, unknown instructors with initiation. Then Aunt Sally would dream. Silver Apples, we just lost uh, Brother Simeon Cox. Oscillations, pioneer, man ahead of his time in his own time. We like those kind of cats. Inspirations. Bogdan Rosinski. after that. Why, why? Without a question mark. So I maybe used the wrong intonation in my voice. I know that's important to poetry. Uh, Racist Ice Cream Truck, a moment's thought. That's an interesting instrumental there. You know, like John Coltrane's Alabama, a title can have a lot of weight. Well, that title is kind of pushing in a direction to
1: to find out for yourself what that's all about. Did
0: you hear about Reason making a new uh, theme for ice cream trucks instead of Turkey and the Straw? Um, no. He came up with one with, like, kind of gamelan xylophone sounds. Should be based on I Can See Clearly
1: Now. I can see clear. I mean, Turkey in the
0: straw wasn't that way. It came. I think it came from overseas, maybe England or Ireland or something. But then it got all. I, of, I
1: think it came from Scotland, actually. Okay, Scotland.
0: Me. Sorry about that. And then it got um, loaded up with some kind of weird ass
1: stuff. The most racist urine label <laughs> the most racist fucking piece of wax to ever hit the. Yeah, earth. but
0: you know. It, that's the weird thing, right? But we, we're not going to talk about that anymore because we need patriotic education. I agree <laughs> with that. So, well,
1: I didn't think you were going to get
0: political. I
1: let you drop.
0: No, no off. I was talking about like, music. No, right? it's all right. We we're um, talking about music. And then we had hey. brand new from the Suns, Pray. But with an A, not with the E, people. It's not like the England one where they uh, right. sp- spell gray B-R-B-Y. the wrong way. Or maybe. And the unknown instructors uh, uh, with the Patriot. See? I was, that's, a, <laughs> that's the Sugui. Patriot education, that's brother. That's right. That's the Segui, brother. <laughs> that's the Segui. That, it's all intentional, okay? No accidents on the WAP from Pedro Show. No hard questions. No wrong answers. And finally, Dan McGuire with. This was probably a true story. Deer in Indiana. I mean, later on, you bring in this poem where you say poems should have parts of, like... Oh, dialogue. yeah,
1: that's like an Irish poetica, which are kind of lame, but I thought that one earned its keep. You know, like, it's like you write a song about writing a song.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you explain... Further down the show, we're going to have a poem where you actually lay out some... did Mr. Hemingway do something like this? Here's the four things on how to be a writer. Um...
1: I don't know what those four things are, but I, I mean, he lays it down pretty tautly, pretty tersely.
0: Right. And when you lay something down in, in one of these poems towards the end of the show about you should have some kind of of your own self in your work. We were also, I'm following that. We, 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 we also were talking about Mr. Fogarty. Well, right. Actually, his older brother, Tom, who uh, he ended up taking over his band. But Tom did, did write one did. song. For Clear Water Revival, it was uh, a song that Richard Hell covered called uh, in The Voidoids. And it was Mr. Quine's idea, Dick Hale told me. It's called Walking on the Water. But I asked this about the putting parts of rea- uh, your real self in your work. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it seems Mr. Fogarty, his brother also, born on a very northwest bayou. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right, El Cerrito or something like this.
1: Well, you know what I'm enjoying about this afternoon is you're probably the only person on earth that could tell me a story about Quine. You know, and the intricacies and ins and outs of how it happened, which I did.
0: Yeah, because you know, I got to right, I got to play with him. I got to talk a few times with uh, Richard Hell. I mean, these invaluable. You never think you're going to meet these right when you get the up. Uh, well, well, that was a different thing. Yeah, the first time I actually talked to him, was hell because, speaking. Yeah, there was a there was a number. I think in Cream Magazine, call hell or some shit, right? When this first single came out, so I called and uh, I go, "Is this hell?" And he said, "Yeah." And I got scared and hung up. <laughs> hell speaking. Yeah, that blew my that blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then the first few times I met him, I could I couldn't speak. I was too too afraid. I remember Thurston put me in a situation when they were recording the Evil album in a studio, and I'm sitting right next to him. Wait,
1: wait, didn't they do something called Big Stars?
0: Not Big Star, but something with Star in the title. Star Power. That's a song on that record that Chris uh, Kim wrote. I remember finding the lyrics. You know, they'd let me stay at their pad, Elridge. You know, uh, in the Chinatown part of New York City, and I could explore. I'd go there four or five days. And anyway, uh, I remember seeing the words just on the on the deck. You know, this this pad had only two windows, one on each end, and the uh, the tub was actually they was there's wood they put over it. It was also the chow table, and the other only other room was the shitter. And you know, door there was a payphone. And so you would call up and they'd throw the keys down because they were like on the fourth or fifth floor and they put it in a sock so it wouldn't hurt you. (laughs) And uh, that's what you hear on that. I don't know if you're aware of this. uh, I think it's the first song on Daydream Nation. It's called Providence. And Thirst used some of my phone messages for like the vocal part of this uh, tune they had. They even made a video to it where he's playing some kind of little piano behind it. And uh it's actually two different phone calls and he merged them together, and people you know it's the same thing with the Chiccone youth that things take on its own life and stuff that's not even reality. You know how that gets going. But you don't want to like wreck uh, illusions for people, right right? Uh, what, what was it? Oh God, I can't remember his name, Frank Morgan. Pay, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain, right?
1: Never touch your idols, but guilt comes right off on your hand.
0: <laughs> that's,
1: that's, guilt, G-I-L-T. Guilt. Yeah, yeah,
0: guilt, or guilt, right? Some Yeah. Right. People, we're at the end of the first hour. September 19, 2020, special guest Dan McGuire, hold time for hour two. September 19, 2020, it's the second hour of the Wat Pedro Show.
1: I tortured myself. Making up memories idyllic to the point of pain. Meeting the millions of possible angles head-on and still no perception of home. Lips trembling to kiss themselves goodnight for fear of oblivious mother. For fear of upsetting father. For the infinity sickness allows. (laughs) Every goddamn day, I take another pill. Every goddamn day, I pay another bill. Every goddamn day, I try to get my fill. Every goddamn day, I
2: take another spill. Every every
1: every. goddamn day, I try to find a way. Every goddamn day, I try to find another way. Every goddamn day. day Every goddamn day I was wrong You were right all along
3: Again and again, again
1: and again, again. The of coming and going, and we had nowhere to be. Yawning eyes of the neighborhood, park closest sundown time. Walking the towpath along the river, hand in hand. Nowhere you can name. Darkness gathers of the hollow. Of darkness, these edges get a hot waste inside. Mayflies combust over the rapids, and the grass catches fire. Everywhere and nowhere, answers on crumpled paper scraps, face across the aisle, that if I look twice, she'll clutch her son so close to her breast, I lose my breath. So close to her breast, I lose my breath. So close to her breast, I lose my breath. Just watching, I dreamt of a real experience on a bus to nowhere. The unforgiving plastic seat jars my spine and I almost wake. Seems we're all headed too far away. From
2: love or work or both.
1: Everybody on board, frail Hungarian woman, lost in her reflection, jittery guy, jabbing his forefinger, as if to poke a hole, in the decaying light, even myself, unfolding the hard little ball, trying to make out the jumpy handwriting, answers on crumpled paper scraps, Stabbing his forefinger as if to poke a hole in the decaying light, a frail Hungarian woman lost in her reflection. I dreamt I could be anybody this time around. And we said I couldn't, couldn't wait to see this wonder. Somebody pulls the cord and we screech still, each uneager to depart, vanish in the fog of our breaths. Waiting in silence for something to change. God help us for something to change. curbside for the 22a it sprays me with sludge not even slowing down only a mile and a half walk I tell myself stretching the threadbare coat taut hookers look the other way as if they smell my penury spandex tights glittering like freshly fallen snow under the street lamps a gorgeous full moon disappears behind skyscrapers and is gone for good maybe it wasn't such a good idea trip to the bookstore not practical in this cold. But soon I'll be warm as the old radiator will allow. Vanishing of my own volition.
0: What for P. show? Start the second hour off with Dan McGuire doing to be as beautiful as Proust. That man, Brother Marcel, shows up again. Frere Marcel. And, uh, man, that is a weighty book that, uh, past memories and, uh,
1: Yeah, Remembrance of Things Past. Yeah, Things Past.
0: I mean, it's it's a beefy tome. (laughs)
1: Great. (laughs) And I was really getting into it and feeling it, and I started talking to you about it, and your exact quote was, yeah, why (laughs) use one word when a
0: thousand will be? I know, and look, look, I had just not too long before that got done with Ulysses, and that, that ain't no little... Uh, you know, pamphlet <laughs> <laughs> Unknown instructors after that with hand in hand. Sam Bennett, old Joe Brown, Samuel Locke Ward, Lay Forever. We negotiate shadows much deeper than Winter from Dreca. Unknown instructors without in the cold and Dan McGuire with Invisible. Huh, when you when you put a poem out there are you kind of defeating the idea of being invisible? No. It
1: means that you're not, that you get ignored. That, you remember the pad that you stayed at? That big, huge fucking gothic building and got chased out of? Yeah,
0: the dude tripped out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: right. He thought you were...
0: It wasn't uh, my people. It was your people. <laughs> they weren't
1: my people either. <laughs> Clearly, I'm like, nice work. you just threw out some of the best artists in the world. We call this an art center. But I used to ride the bus from that fucking place to work and back and to school and back. And no, that's what walking around that town is like. People ignore you, you know. The hookers won't even pay you the attention. And then you go home and you create your own solitude.
0: Okay. no, no, I'm, I'm I'm, thinking of this book that Milan Kandura wrote called uh, Immortality. And, uh, yeah, with uh, Goethe and Beethoven, their ghosts are fighting it out like they want to be forgotten. Like, we got this idea, just like, you know, if, you, if you're you the boss, that means you're winning. But we all know that you can't learn everything if you're always the boss. And this, it's the same thing, but about being famous somehow is something to aspire to. The <laughs> Something to be, be horrified by Yeah, you got it No yeah.
1: offense, I've never been famous and got a bunch of hand jobs and free meals
0: So, Well, you're probably healthier in the long run I want to play with furrowed brow I love that title
1: The captain gives long, thoughtful consideration Calculating the cost of additional provisions Cargo loss due to suicide, starvation, disease, and despair Against the survivor's worth in rum and gunpowder. Concluding a tight pack, the right tack to take, he closes his ledger, extinguishes the lamp, dreams Caribbean sunsets, and clink clank of gold coin. <laughs> Walked out in rain and back in rain. I have I walked the furthest city night. <laughs>
2: pay hey, Aussie rap or Christian rock? No way! Remove yourself from the state of play It's all decay, so run away! Run away like an escapee, like a bullet train past Mount Fuji, like a marathon, like a refugee Run away, get going, flee! I say it once, I said twice Dale Shannon gave me good advice Now move it, keep your arms and eyes Run away, run away, run away! In the night, waves
3: of emotion sickening
1: inside. In historic Charleston, Spanish Moss. Stripes of white ash, brass and bell, still hanging to call the dead to work.
2: Blood drips on my nose, I can barely breathe.
1: What's that funny noise? What's that on
2: the floor? Waves of fear, pulsing with death. I curse at my tremors, I jump at my step, I cringe at my jam.
1: cut each other's throats, because that's what two stone bumps and damners do.
2: I'm too afraid to use the phone. I'm too scared to leave. I'm too afraid I lost control.
1: Because that's what two stone bombs down. Dallas. But you already know, in Cleveland, how it goes up. Well, after well. I'll try to house. You know how it's afraid to go to bed at night?
2: Waves of fear. So what a shout at. Back in the night. Waves of emotion. Sickening sight it
1: bursted My took time. Waves of fear Waves of fear So what is shouted Is daybreak Phoenix A disgruntled ex-executive Saunters into McDonald's And executes everybody Saving the manager Ways of fear, I'm
2: too scared to leave.
1: Everything is moving forward.
2: Blood drips on my nose, I can barely breathe. Ways of fear, I'm too scared to leave. Into an
1: unspeakable path.
2: I'm too, I'm, I'm too afraid to put the light on. I'm too afraid I lost control. I'm suffocating without a word. Crazy with swim.
3: I'm too afraid to put the light on. I'm
2: suffocating without a word.
1: bedroom window. Registered not as something separate, but part of the sound that they're making.
2: Crazy to sweat.
1: Open mouth kiss at midnight. Two lovers somewhere. Crazy
2: to sweat.
1: reflected again. children letting bicycles drop in a clatter dealers pay hey. come in at twilight front tires continuing to spin and spin towards someone they'll never get He was with the 10th Panzer Division. Now he's drunk, demonstrating a howitzer's smooth firing action by kicking open his recliner. Declares a half million red bastards, Kiev, Stalin's nuts in hand and squeezing in rusty German. Dozing off 200 miles deep in Russian territory, he roots around after Bolshevik Jews, dreams blitzkriegs, lightning bolts, commanding prisoners to their knees. Voice echoing like a bowling alley. My cousin and I watch soap operas and drink beer with him some summer afternoons when we're bored, laughing at his bullshit. Not so sure it's bullshit. Waiting for him to explode.
0: Why for Pedro show? Yeah, start that chunk of music off with Furl Brow, Dan McGuire. Now Furl Brow. What I'm thinking? You want to know Furl Brow? Hank Rollins. Before he's going to go on stage and got a cue ball in his hand. (laughs) He's got a furrow (laughs) unibrow. Okay. I I was going today
1: after I saw him do his fucking solo gig, I was like, how in the fuck does any human have this much energy?
0: Jello Biafra and his (laughs) stick. Both of those guys, what if they tag teamed it? What would it be, 10, 20 hours?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love the fucking album that Jello did with No Means No.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah i oh, try to incorporate you know,
3: some of that. Both
0: those cats. Real, let's have a meal. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to take a cheap shot. I love both those cats. And, and and you're right, the cojones to work a room like that. Man alone with just your fucking voice. With raps, you know. It, it's incredible. Jella, too. I mean, both, both those cats. I think they've, they have done gigs together. Uh, after that, we had acquainted with the night, unknown instructors. Whereabouts of the light from the chef cooks me. Kim Salmon and Spencer P. Jones. Runaway. We lost brother Spencer P. Jones. Beast of Berman guitar man. Cancer. Fuck cancer. Chrome after that was Sunset. Guided by Voices with Downer. Unknown instructors, you already know. And then finally, Dan McGuire. A little history lesson. My great uncle. Look, let's talk about unknown instructors, because you're 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 the man responsible.
1: Alright, let's start at the beginning. Do you yeah. remember the blackout that almost ruined this whole thing in 2003. Do you remember that?
0: Well, if you're talking about Stooges at Pine Knob.
1: Yeah, I was on my way there, and they canceled it, and we had already had the date set up to do the Unknown Structures recording.
0: Absolutely not canceled because Sonic Youth got to play.
1: And you flew back before I did. You were in Detroit before I was back in Toledo.
0: Well, what I had to do with Brother Steve was take a fucking bus <laughs> right across the state of Michigan. Right? Yeah. yeah, to make that plane because everything shut down because of that blackout. Okay, but go on with the, the history.
1: Well, that the first Unknown Instructors album almost didn't happen.
0: Right, it was recorded at Peabody It a
1: blackout. I... That being said, I wanted to ask you this a long while back. The weather out there, there was an earthquake yesterday, correct?
0: No, I don't think so. Or maybe a little one, not one that knocked Watt down. Like a 4.3. Yeah, but it also depends where it is. Remember, I'm in the harbor.
1: All right. Yeah, it it seemed in your area. And what about the fires? How they affected you?
0: Yeah, well... They're also in the harbor, not bad. Well, some of the bad air, but it's clearing out. We had some big winds yesterday. Uh, maybe 60 was the AQI. But like the Inland Empire, oh, my God, in the hundreds, a couple hundreds, you know. Uh, but most of the fires are in the north. Cooler weather is coming. They are, uh, uh, some shifts. But, you know, it's on and off. Things are very dry. Uh, yeah, that's a nightmare, you know. It's just different kinds of weather nowadays. And, but you're right, earthquakes and fires are probably our biggest dilemma. Also drought.
1: Yeah, well I don't foresee it getting any better anytime soon, but
0: Well we should try and do something about it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean just a notion but, it, but, at least
1: make people aware of it. But let's huh?
0: tell people about the first Unknown Instructors album. That was recorded in Pedro at Karma Studio. Yeah. It's now gone Michael. on Sixth uh, Street. Yeah, Michael. Right in here Yeah, that,
1: that was great. That was so electric of an atmosphere. I got to tell you,
0: people, the, the guitar man was Joe Biza. George Hurley was on the drums, myself on the bass. And uh, Brother Dan brought poetry. He also, had some guests like Jack Brewer. Jack Brewer was brilliant on yeah. that. And it was all improvised. And, it was way uh, right down in two days. Right, right. Now... now like the name of the project. Where did you come up with that? Um, it's from a Yates poem. It's called
1: Gratitude to the Unknown Instructors. What they undertook to do, they brought to the pass all things hang like a drop of dew upon a blade of grass. Oh. It's like giving showing gratitude to the people who you know, all the people that influence you.
0: James Jamerson, you know, he's absolutely all of you go down the absolutely. fucking list. Gratitude I, to the I'm deeply in debt brother Dan to fucking all the people I owe well fact, we all are yeah I think that's a healthy it gives you a little humility you know it's healthy uh, we're at the end of the second hour September 19 2020 just walked Peter show special guest Dan McGuire hold tight for our three September 19 2020 it's the third hour walked from Pedro show
1: my sister married a drunk unsure what he was drowning out I never felt an affinity with him our approaches and temperaments so diametrically opposed. I knew exactly what I was trying to escape, pick my spots well. He was often blitzed at odd hours, like noon the day my grandma died, following me outside to smoke. Told how much my sister's warm hugs meant when he came through the door at night, how she'd accepted him in a way his family never had, eyes beginning to tear. Why are you telling me this, I kept thinking, but snuffed a half-smoked cigarette left him in the bluish cloud with his naked emotions and moist eyes. Three rehabs and two DUIs later, he sobered or hid his drinking better for many months. The call came to me secondhand. Girlfriend phoning me to friends. Emergency. Accident. Call your mother. Dan is dead. He drowned in Lake Erie today. I hallucinated the forensics. Empty bottles glinting on the boat's bottom. It's what everybody who knew him saw. When the toxicology report came back clean, I suddenly understood nothing. Always wondered why I didn't reach out to him that day, I had the chance. Perhaps take him in my arms, whisper something graceful, merciful. Something I'm as incapable of finding words for now as then. And I know by now you're probably thinking, why are you telling me this? But this isn't about me, it's about my sister searching for the words like empty bottles when I asked why she thought this happened. It's God's way of freeing him. So I got walking to that corner bar where old queens go to die. And there's Joe Biza pumping slugs into the jukebox.
2: On my right was a very skinny woman with a lazy eye. Her pretty days were behind her. She sat up straight, wheezed about on her bar stool and yelled out to no one in particular
4: should have married someone
2: else. There was Jack Brewer. He made a fortune in concrete. And Dan McGuire. He really raked it in with... She kept going, but I didn't hear anyone. I glanced back over quickly and saw her dwarf husband slumped over his stool.
1: Had. Told me he was a priest in sweet sweeper clubs. Death was at the door. I'll distract him while you hide in the closet.
2: Next to them sat Miles Epstein, a regular who I'd spoken to on many occasions. He would always start off the conversation with I played with a at the village back in 1972. <laughs> corner, I spied a sexy coed with what looked like a rich old man. I could see she was trying hard to pretend they had something in common. I could hear her insisting,
5: I just love Tostoyevsky.
2: The cigarette was burning right up to my fingers, but my fingers were too numb to flinch. that didn't matter either. On my left sat a man with no hand. He didn't seem bothered by that at all. And it didn't impede him as he lifted the 22-ounce draft special between his stumps and shouted, grumbling, Thank God for my stomach of iron and light step! He downed the entire beard, wiped his mouth with his stumpy sleeve, got off his stool, then he fell on the floor.
1: Foster. Click the they lead no faster I'll take a, to for a walk for Recollect I'll take you to They could only Cloudily recollect I'll take you there I'll take you into my inner casino I'll take you there I'll take you there We'll play the land till dawn We'll blow on the dice Lights liquor will play in my inner casino confused over avenues not taken I go out walking shit talking on the boulevard I confuse over avenues not taken Six. We check out come nine. Much of shit to say. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. going to have to be a witness. Somebody's going to stand up and have to
2: ask what for.
1: Can't you feel it coming in all around? In all around, sunshine for sunshine and forgiveness. It's daybreak. It's daybreak. Can't you feel it all around? That rifle crack at midnight. The rifle crack at midnight. The rifle crack at midnight. Got to come from Gary, Indiana Somebody's got to be born in Toledo Everybody can't be afraid Of where they come from Stepchildren Of stepchildren Beyond the grave Meet me where the tree line Meets the horizon Stepchildren of stepchildren beyond the grave. Meet me where the tree line meets the horizon. You'll never have to wonder about that moment between knowing and not knowing. You will say things I like did. A poem should be made up of odd little facts. Some snake species, Northern Water for instance, give birth to 99 live young at a time. It should also contain several lies no one can detect. You almost stepped on the pulsing mother as she squeezed out what at first you took for shit, focusing to see striped and wriggling. Work in emotional content. The infantile mass made your skin crawl and heart warm at once. Observing them poke their purple tongues through the milky afterslime, you understood the first time the last best time in terms of what fresh air has to offer. Then end with the truth. Mother pouring back into the river and fending for herself.
0: Wofford Pivot Show. We start off the third hour with the call from Dan McGuire. Then Unknown Instructors with Ballad of the Unknown Instructors. Appropriate. If you want a history lesson, people, just listen to Joe Biza. there. Uh, Crane with a Precipice of Ascension. Uh, Ganges Land after that with Lasagna Druid. <laughs> Bronze Age UFO, or UFO, out of Balmore. Boys Will Be Voids, Part C you can avoid ways. Unknown instructors with Election Day and Sachidananda, and then finally Dan McGuire with Chanced Upon the Rocks. Now uh, there was two other unknown instructor albums after that first Pedro one, and they were done in Rondano Beach at Total Access. And I can't remember
1: what year that was, but yeah, fucking, we were, you know. Whitman is the DIY star of all time. Absolutely. And the fact that we stepped into the Karma Studio with no label, no nothing, and the first person we sent it to took it, Frank. And then he paid for it. Then he loaned us David Thomas.
0: Yeah. And David Thomas, in some ways, ended up conducting the sessions. It was an incredible experience. I, I stood of-
1: back in awe. It was It was.
0: I wish it would have been filmed, because it was one of the most, you know, I've been doing recording for 40 years, and it was one of the most, I mean, D-Boom would have tripped on it. It was one of the most unique experiences. David was such a righteous dude. And by this time, he was stripped down to his chonies. It was fucking. We, We were waiting for Georgie for hours and hours, but he would not get, he did not get pissed off. That fucking engineer boy, I did not dig it. Oh, I know that. Joe ba- I
1: mean, but was he was so- a
0: square John, you know? This is a problem I've had with some, quote, rock and rollers that aren't in touch <laughs> with their little Richard side. They think it's all... Well, I talked to kind- him on
1: the fucking phone, and you know the guy who owns the joint and runs it, right? Yeah. I don't know. His but, name. But he
0: was, he's cool people, but that guy, he was a little technocrat on us.
1: I, when I spoke to him on the phone, I'm like, I everything's going to be set up. Live in the room, and he's like, I'm just, I swear, I'm quoting. He said, I'm just your monkey boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a bought and paid for higher gun. I'm like,
0: all right, cool. Yeah, but that was Spiel. The reality was it was bait and switch. He didn't act that way at all. Right, he had all the
1: music set up. He's like, "I, as the artist, I want to set up like Fleetwood Max Rumours album." And Joe Budden started yelling at me as if I didn't give him the proper instructions. Yeah. And he had, he had told me, "I'm just your monkey boy. I'll do whatever."
0: Yeah, but that was just yeah, that was just some bullshit. You know, there's a lot of that going where you just lie to people and expect them to buy it. And the sad the, the saddest thing is, some cats do and and and, and like. Uh, you know, that's, it's the same studio where we did Project Mersh, and Joe Carducci was a producer, man. In fact, he was involved with this project. Oh, yes, he was,
1: which made it so much more glamorous and brilliant in my mind. Are I mean, Eugene's- can you
0: imagine the situation? Like, I mean, Georgie comes at you know, seven, eight hours late. Right.
1: Well, hold on, hold on. The whole
0: day started
1: with like this. And see, you don't know this. So... IU 2 and 3 started this way. We show up at that fucking studio. Dude's got shit everywhere, all fucking blocked off. Joe Bison starts yelling at me. And the engineer insulted David Thomas' telephone microphone. And he was beside himself. He was going to kill that dude. Yeah, I know. All I know. that tension was starting, and then George showing up eight hours later.
0: Right, just- but you know what? David David handled it really fucking happening. But what was trippy was when Georgie, he just starts jamming after he sets up his drum set, and I think I'm having flashbacks. I think I'm seeing trails, but it's actually dust flying off the this- right It had been a long yeah. time since Georgie had worked them drums. George death also his chops together. Yep, yeah, but and he, he does it quickly. He got it done. Yeah, yeah, very, very, it, very quickly. you feel like, hey, you. Basically- this is a great Segui into fucking an hour too late.
1: Deceptively beautiful, driving through Ashland, Kentucky, in late September, rolling hills dense with changing trees, Languid Ohio, sunlit and gleaming, barges and boxcars abruptly converge along its banks. Ashland Coal and Iron Railway Company. A smoking monstrosity where Uncle Bob analyzed coal loads for God knows what, 70 hours a week. Wedded his job for better or worse. In the end, he was unrecognizable. Stage 4 lung cancer concealed through stages 1, 2, and 3. Terrified of spending the little life he had left in a hospital instead of chain-smoking Winston's and watching NASCAR in the modest apartment he called home. During the five hour drive to bring him back to Toledo final time, I recalled his wry sense of humor, uncanny ability to remember special occasions and always sending a card, how he came to every basketball game I ever played. I thought about the time he helped me haul all my belongings off to college in his brand new truck, telling grown up stories because I was finally old enough. Ultimately, I arrived an hour too late, his landlord informed me, body already transported the coroner's. He handed me the keys, offered condolences, said what a good friend and man Bob had been.
4: Triller? Trill it. Trilling. Trillo. Troll. Head toll. Twingle twangle. Twing twang. Twinkle 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 roll twinkle toe twinkle twink in the twinkle of an eye twinkly pinky ringo Twinky dink Fire. higher higher twerk knickers in a twist Nut nicks. Knicker knockers and butts knockers up Up got a notch in my knob, Stick stock Twitter twat to it Whittle or widow Whizzes Whizzer White Make the twirly gig tight Twirler girl No harm done. Twister, and went slowly, slowly. Oh, twist twister girl's tail for a twirl. Twister's crap, have I? Twisterer, you can't resist her. Twisteroo, twist away. twistable, twistifying. Whistle so your whistle to what you'll twistify yet. Oh, Twitter, twaddle, city, nutsticks, cherry pick.
0: Zane
1: Certain things, work, a friend or lover may slow down temporarily, but the world continues to spin dizzyingly. In uncertain hours, pleasant memories, a walk in the sun, moment of silence, precariously balance the fact that any slowing, extra courtesy, act of kindness, tallies in time's ledger is just another debt to pay. We all owe. The boss will want you to do twice as much for less. Love has become a job. A friend a Chimera with pain of its own. Something grips like the hand of God. Then let's go. Another hour passes in the circle of the minute hand. Clouds wander past, darkening and lightening the sun rhythm with my feelings. It is this inexplicable force that will heal you. Listen to the mockers chuck cheer, chuck churring. The mower starting after five or six pulls. Pain is the soul's attention span. Now savor it, this private thing we share. Well,
0: I like that. Spot well, Bingo I, Show. Last music for this edition. I like the spot for these
1: vocals because this is a condensed version of what I sent you, trying to build this from the syllables
0: up. Yeah, we're we're ta- uh, people out there. We're talking about the upcoming uh, Unknown Instructors Fiver. All the stuff I've been playing, except for these last two ones, is from the the fourth album. With that uh, Jay Maskus, and uh, we got a fiver coming up as soon as uh, things are able, and Pizzo gets Casa Hanzo. and it's going to be, it's going to be fucking Joe Biza and Jay Maskus doing it, and uh, with us th- uh, three, me Georgie and brother Dan, Aiden bed. Last music for this edition, an hour too late for Dan McGuire, unknown instructors, Twang, Twang, twang. take five, Gerb from the Hawk, Heaven Channel, season two. LP1 Part 2 from Galaxy. These people, 18 albums they've made during the lockdown, people. I don't want to hear any belly aching. Time to compose. King Lear was written in the lockdown. Last Waltz from Unknown Extractors. Great David Thomas uh, Spiel. And uh finally Dan McGuire with Job revisited. Uh look, we're at the end of the show out of time. I want to have you back on as soon as possible. And because we got a buttload to talk about, but what would be your advice about somebody maybe like your age, 20 years old and getting into poetry?
1: Learn, learn as much as you can about it. You know, the advice would be learn to jump over piles. Like you can't teach somebody how to write or play or express themselves, but you can teach them what not to do, that they will spend fucking years doing improper. Throw away 80% of your shit would be my advice. Have the balls to discern what's good and what's not. I mean, it's easy to spew out a bunch of feelings and thoughts and emotions and put that on everybody, but have the balls to scrutinize it. Turn the mic- microscope around on yourself.
0: <laughs> I like that. That That's really good stuff. People, take it to heart. It's been the September 19, 2020 edition of the Wild For Pedro Show. Keep your power right.